Welcome to Reapproaching Christ, the podcast where we love the scriptures and bring you contemporary insights into the scriptures and Christ's perfect messages for our day. I'm your host, Dr. John Dunn. Welcome back to Reapproaching Christ. Today, our journey is going to be through Matthew chapter 9, and we're going to see what insights that brings us into the Savior's life and his teaching methods, his process of instructing his apostles and his disciples and us as we read these scriptures into becoming more like him and more productive. Now, in Matthew 9, we're going to find out that the Savior has been doing a lot of very practical instruction. He's been demonstrating to his disciples his powers and how they should be applied. He's been forgiving sins. He's healed a paralytic. He's um, eating with sinners. Uh, One woman came up and just was healed by touching the hem of his garment, as you'll recall. And then he takes his chief apostles and raises Jairus' daughter to life. So all of this is very important because he knows that his mortal ministry will be ending soon. And he needs to have his apostles and his disciples carry on those actions which they've seen him do in his mortal ministry. So how are we able to follow him? You know, how can we do that today? Well, as we look at these scriptures, we're going to find out that he employed a perfect teaching method. I mean, he is the greatest teacher who ever lived. Everything he did in terms of teaching and instruction was absolutely perfect. So he had this special process of teaching, which we in healthcare, for instance, have emulated and includes, when he did it, specifically instruction in doctrine, because it says, Jesus, this is Matthew 9, 35, Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and disease among the people. And when he describes this process, it's almost like those terms are going to become synonymous. The teaching blends in with the preaching, blends in with the healing. And we're going to find out that if we look at this process, this teaching of doctrine, paying attention to individuals, and then providing real, practical, hands-on experience to the apostles, right? We learn from the scriptures today how we can be better disciples and how we can meet the needs of others and carry on with his commandment to love one another, to love our neighbor as ourself. So Christ is also known as the great physician. We all know that. And in healthcare, Producing new doctors follows that perfect pattern that he established back here in the New Testament. And the pattern for producing new doctors is patterned exactly after the Savior's example. So in healthcare, we employ the system that has this fourfold approach. There's four major points to it. And the first point is learn one. That means you go to the books, you go to medical school, you learn physiology, and you learn anatomy and pharmacology and diagnostic techniques, and you learn, for instance, say we're going to teach a surgeon how to remove an appendix. You have to learn about the appendix. You have to know where it is, how it functions, what it's attached to, all the ramifications of doing surgery, the risks involved. You learn one. That's the first step. That's how we go to the scriptures. Christ was always telling his disciples and his followers, Have you read your scriptures? What do the scriptures say? He was always quoting the scriptures when he would teach. So that's your learn one. Doctors then 
go on from medical school with their degree and they go to an internship. They go to a residency. And in surgery, that residency includes watching one. Now, you have your degree. You have your basic didactic knowledge. Now, you actually go into an operating room and you observe another trained physician, your attending physician, your chief resident, actually perform the operation. This is what Christ did. His disciples followed after him through Galilee. And what do they see? They see him healing people. They observe how he touches people, how he teaches people, how he pays attention to people. We talked about that on the steps of the temple. When Peter looks at the lame man and fixes his gaze upon him, he learned that from Christ through practical knowledge and application. He saw Christ do it, and now he's doing it. So you learn one, then you watch one. The next step is, in residency, you do one. You actually go into the operating room, and again, under the guidance of a trained physician, you take the scalpel in your hand. And this is what Christ is bringing his disciples and us through, the process where we become his hands, the process where we actually do the works of Christ to love one another. And we've learned from our scriptures. We've learned his doctrines. We have watched him through the scriptures. We can be there at his side when he heals people, when he counsels people, when he corrects people, when he just plain loves them. Then we need to go out and express our gifts and do them. We're supposed to go out and then do the work. Now, after that process is through, in the operating room, for instance, you've done an appendectomy, you do more, and then finally you reach the point where you're the teacher, you're the chief resident, you're the attending physician, and you are teaching other younger doctors how to do the operation. You've become the teacher. So that whole fourfold process, which the Savior put in place right here in Matthew, learn one, watch one, do one, then teach one. So Christ is always this perfect example of teaching, preaching, and healing. Obviously, he expects us to love our neighbor and develop and share the gifts that our Father in Heaven's given us. We all have special gifts. As we go forward this week, let's ponder exactly what gifts that we have that are yet to be developed, and then search the Scriptures for insights into how Christ would have us develop those gifts and observe in him how they're employed. That could be as simple as just listening to somebody. It could be as simple as visiting somebody. It could be bringing a meal to somebody. It could be helping them heal from whatever trauma they've been through, whether it be physical or emotional or spiritual. It can be aiding them in any way possible, giving them a ride, just engaging with them. Because Christ was always engaging with people fully. And that's how he was teaching and preaching and healing. So a great way to do this too is after you've read your scriptures, after you've pondered how you can improve your skills, look out to somebody that you respect in your community and develop those very gifts and observe how they employ them. Just observe how they do it and make a commitment to use that gift for the benefit of someone else yourself. You'll soon see that you got way more to share than you ever imagined. And that after you begin expressing those gifts, then you're going to become the example. We'll all become the example to others who will then look up to us so that they can also emulate Christ. That is the whole 
teaching, the perfect process that Christ brought to us, this teaching, preaching, and healing. So as we reapproach Christ, you know, in his perfect example, it's going to inspire us to improve and share. And I look forward to seeing you again here on Reapproaching Christ as we search these scriptures for both guidance and inspiration for our day.